I'm um, looking at this summary that you got from TV Guide and oh, like recalling her house a mansion. Are we are we calling it a mansion? Like is oh, is a mansion? It's a ghostly mansion. I thought um, it was just like a haunted house. Not I mean, is Julia's mansion. house a mansion? My buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to this show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. How's it going? Hi! I didn't know what to say for there. Sorry. <laughs> we should script out something to do after. We should, our, like right after. Because we, we never know. Intro. We're always like, hey, um, hey. how you doing? How are you doing, Leslie? It's, uh, another week. Um, I'm good, thanks. Week. How are you? Um. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I, I I now have like that bit the song from the Star Is Born trailer in my head, and I'm just sitting here while we're in the ten seconds of silence. Like, hey, can I, <laughs> can I buy that yet? Like, I'm into so you it. Know, They've gotten the me. every time I hear the title or someone talks about this movie, okay. I get a Star Is Born from Hercules stuck in my head. Yeah, when I just looked in <laughs> iTunes, they're like, "You mean Hercules, right? You mean like, you want Hercules, right? You want to listen to Hercules, don't you?" Yep. As Don't soon you? as, <laughs> yeah, that's like the one of the yeah. top of the songs. That is so you need great. that song from the trailer, and I need the song from Bad Times. I just like, Royale. like I, that I, specific I, cover. I think it's as I've been going to these movies and seeing this trailer over and over. It's like I'm always really like emotional anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and like so they're get they're getting it gets me. you it's getting me it's getting you yes um guys if you can't tell it's gonna be a i just it's a weird episode it's a weird so let's episode. just jump right on in i guess <laughs> um do you want me to talk about the dumb holiday first that takes us let's back let's do it okay let me get back to that part of the okay so i also need to screen cap the girl who um Oh, darn. The girl who... Oh, what? There's stuff in the way for her face. Uh, the picture of... Okay, I'm going to get the girl and send it to you because she is so excited about this bow that's on her head for national... Oh, sorry. It says International Bow Day. It's not even international. international. Didn't know that. Um, so, yep, that's today. Uh, all these dumb things I'm going to read past because history clares. That is who founded this day. Claire's founded International Bow Day to celebrate and share the versatile, lasting, global trends of the bow. All right. Claire's has a full range of bow accessories for girls. No, For girls? Hello. Sexist. For whoever wants to Anyone wear them. can wear a bow, no matter what their style or gender. Excuse you, Claire's. Uh, customers can find a bow-themed product in almost every category carried by Claire so you can have like a bow themed necklace a bow themed oh, bow a bow themed earrings I'm glad you explained bow themed ring I guess it's just jewelry and hair hair accessories a uh, bow themed uh, yeah bow themed headband I don't know about Claire's Claire oh god I'm not dealing with that are there even Claire's anymore <laughs> I think so yeah yeah sure. there are not know. that many I think that's where I got my ear pierced ears pierced Oh yeah. Uh huh. I think so. The stylist of our adolescence. 
yeah oh god i don't think i liked anything there like i thought i was supposed to and so i would go and i'd be like this is dumb and then and then i came across hot topic and i was like this is more up my alley and (laughs) (laughs) and they also have bows so that's where i'm at yeah i got my i think i'm pretty sure claire's wasn't there another one that was like uh i can't remember what it was is it Delia's? No, that's the catalog. Um, that was the catalog. There was someone else. If if any of our listeners remember that, there's Claire's of the same of like the '90s to now time period. Um, I guess now I really think Claire's don't exist anymore. Uh, I feel like something I, else has I taken over. But they decided that uh, today need to be a bow day. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ah, during the 18th century, the bow was primarily worn by men. But as fashion trends changed, women wore the accessory in a variety of fabrics, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Since then, bows have never gone out of style. Have they not? Um, It was really (laughs) cute when I think I was like a late teenager. My grandmother brought like a bow barrette like over to the house for me. And she was like, I think you're too old to wear this, but I just found it. <laughs> from like 10 years before. But I found it. Well, I don't think I ever liked bows, but people always like put just plopped bows on me, um, I guess. And it's really cute because they do it to Franca too, my dog. When she gets groomed, mm-hmm. they will often plunk a bow on her ears. And she's like, Can we not? It's was, it was really funny when they have two bows and a little bandana. And she mm-hmm. didn't ask for any of that, but she didn't want any of she that. She can't help it because she's cute. So it's National yep. uh, Interna- International Bow Day. And it's also freaking another ice cream day. It's National Soft Ice Cream Day. I can't deal with all these ice creams. It's like, so na- many. it's going to be like National like Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Like, yep. <sighs> national Ben and Jerry's Each Day. It's going to get its own day. And like, then every day of the year will just be ice cream day. Damn. That we, can, we can have some days that just like aren't a day. It can just be nope. like Thursday. If you think that <laughs> it could just be Thursday, if you're like, it has to be no, something, we can't have that. Give us more ice cream days. No, just calm, just calm it down. It's okay, everybody. Just calm it down. Did you have calm a sugar down. baker moment this week? I didn't check before we started recording. Oh no. no, that's okay. Um, I don't, but I would like to oh. dedicate my sugar baker moment to the undisputed Queen of Soul and Queen of Shade, Aretha oh. Franklin, who we lost this week. Yeah, not a not a sugar baker moment. Were you able to celebrate her at least? Yeah, on Tuesday, uh, I came home and I drank almost an entire bottle of wine, and mm. all I did all night was watch Aretha videos and cry. It was I didn't great. Realize it was you a got good time. That much wine. That probably, <laughs> it's probably a, lot a of wine on bad Tuesday. idea. Oh, oh no! No, it was great. It was great. So many oh, Aretha God. videos. Oh my God, that is. Ooh, I should have videoed that. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I said been, uh, on Tuesday. Jeez, would have would have been everyone's sugar baker moment. Um, videos? <laughs> do you mean just like you're on YouTube under Aretha yep. Franklin? Yeah, yep. other just people casting were doing them that to too. the TV. Yeah, it was great. Oh um, man, I don't yeah. think I could do that. You are. <sighs> it was emotional. You're better. But, at you know, it was good. It was cathartic. Was it um, okay? Yeah. I was I was lucky enough to see her in person. Yes, a couple remember years ago at Deepak. You told me about um, her kitten heels. I know it was only like it was only like two so years. Cute. I was already yeah, in New like York. Yeah, two or three. It was hasn't been long. Yeah. And uh, my favorite. I'm going to share my favorite Aretha story. Mm-hmm. Um. So when Whitney Houston died, Dionne Warwick was oh. speaking at her funeral, 
and she thought Aretha was there, oh. but Aretha was not there, oh. and she just like abs- accidentally said something about Aretha being there, or whatever, and then also saying that Aretha was Whitney's godmother, which yeah, I, I heard I, that too. I was the thing but maybe it's not i don't yeah, know yeah um so those are the two things that so maybe uh, maybe one of them was true i don't know but those are the two things that dion said so like years pass mm-hmm. like five years pass mm-hmm. and <laughs> so in 2012 was when whitney's funeral was and then five years later aretha franklin sends a lengthy fax Facts in Facts. 2017, maybe 16, something like that, oh um, to the AP about like just shading um, Dionne Warwick. What? And, like why? I, she I, was mad. I don't know that she was it's, being connected to Whitney. Like what is this? I think she was mad. And why that, is like, this your Dion favorite said story? She was <laughs> because of the facts. There, but yeah, it's the facts part. <laughs> the fact that she was throwing shade via facts in the mid two thousand teens <laughs> is the greatest thing Angry that I've facts. ever heard. Oh my! Oh my! That is hilarious. And I just, oh, I just like, I love that story that she sent the AP a lengthy fax, not just a, a fax, but it's a long like fax. Multiple pages, <laughs> throwing shade at Dionne Warwick five years later, like queen of shade. She was, she was still mad about it. She was still mad. Still she mad. Never got over it. Oh man. Still mad. What was she mad about though? I don't even know. Oh, wow. I never saw the facts. I don't know. <laughs> you never saw the facts? Maybe now, no. now they'll release it. Maybe oh, they'll release my. it. I don't know. Maybe like I can find the facts. It'll be but in a museum just, somewhere. Yeah. Dated. <laughs> so great. And then there's one of my Facebook friends. Everybody, you know, was posting the stuff when she died. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, let's not forget, also Queen of Shade. And he posted a gif when... Um, oh, no. So a few years ago when Aretha and Miss um, Patti LaBelle sang at the same event, they mm-hmm. did not sing together. Let it be noted, they did not sing together. Aretha's not going to be singing Aretha with is Patti so LaBelle mad like about that mess up that Fox News did where they put Patti. <laughs> I was like, like do y'all Aretha's know she's watching you? Patty right like, now. She is up there watching you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So, um, but he posted a gif of that night and like Aretha was walking through the crowd, you know, the queen that she is. Yeah. And like Miss Patty like reaches out to her. Do you know, like, like friendly like no. almost in like a congratulatory no. sort of way and aretha like avoided like moved Mm-mm. to avoid her arm and like Mm-mm. nope like shrugged it off and kept walking Mm-mm. and he was like let's not forget the shade oh my that is hilarious i don't know what it to makes do with me that. so happy <laughs> have you seen i saw one thing there were a lot of jokes about <laughs> the mess up of putting patty with oh aretha. my gosh there are a lot of How? spoofs of that How? I know. Um, and well, but then I love all the jokes that, that people have put now that like they have all the like the blonde uh, anchors and they're like, well, you know, I can see why you just think everyone like they people look all the <laughs> same because you just kind of are that way with your anchors. Um, and I've seen uh, there was a funny bit that was like a picture of Whitney um, in like a cab that was like. Uh, that she's pulling up to pick up Aretha at the gates, the pearly gates. But then another mm-hmm. thing was that it had Michael Jackson and then Aretha and then Prince and then Whitney. And they're like, like heaven now has the king, the queen, the prince, the oh princess. My 
Isn't that cute? I know. I didn't even send it to you because I'm like, she's going to be crying for eight years. I was just so like go crying in the middle of whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, let's not do that. It's, I mean, you can if you want. but <laughs> No, let's not. <laughs> let's just celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate. Exactly. Oh. So yeah, shout out to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Did you have a sugar baker moment? Uh, yeah, mine, I, th- I think the best one is from today. There were probably multiple, but today I went and saw Crazy Rich Asians right before we... Yay! I know, it was... I um, want to see that. That's why we're talking about A Star is Born right at the beginning, because I that, the uh, trailer for Crazy Rich Asians and A Star is Born have been on most of the things I've seen uh, mm-hmm, for the past, like, too. two or three months. And that there's so many bits in the trailer for Crazy Rich Asians that I like, but particularly the bit where it's like the bride is stepping out into the water. I'm like, shit, this is going to be good. I don't know why. I just got so excited. Um, (laughs) It was just like too much. And then so there's already that I actually like wanted to see it. I know you read the book and you weren't that excited about it, but um, I, I, I want to see the movie though. I didn't yeah, right. The book. No, I know. But it's, no, it's okay. The movie like I said, good. you weren't that excited, and I don't. And that's the thing about movies is sometimes you can take a good idea, make it even better with mm-hmm. like budget and people and all these things. Um, I was excited about the cast because it had people in it that I liked, and then as I didn't really like, I did think about it because I mean, luckily, even though I'm not at all. Um, Asian Um, I did grow up with my Japanese relatives but I also one of my formative influences was Margaret Cho and she has always had a bit in her stand-up about how there are not opportunities for Asian actors and uh, actors Um, I'm trying to not say actresses anymore uh that she there's this bit she had that was so funny that she was like maybe i could be a hooker in something like it's so (laughs) funny like just so they're not opportunities um so this is a big ass deal the same way that like you know people are freaking out about like black panther being like all like black cast but also like how many people were involved in it and it being like a huge movie this is the same Mm -hmm. thing that a lot of the um like asian media folk like singers and actors and comedians that i follow on like social media were saying how like they were buying like whole theaters out because they're like we need and like inviting friends obviously because they Mm -hmm. need to show like this first weekend is very important to show hollywood that like an asian-led cast that's a big blockbuster movie is like worth the investment um Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh that's kind of cool and so i wanted to make sure i went this weekend um just like i try to i do try to go when i know it's like important openings for things that I feel uh, moved by that I try to support. And it was funny because I went at the 1130. There was a 1030 and 1130. And I didn't make it to the 1030. But I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll just go to 1130. Be fine. And I was there actually a little bit early for me, like 20 minutes, <laughs> which never <laughs> happens because they're like half an hour of trailers. So I never rushed to get there. And there were there was only one one row left of like full seats it was like the first row and then they were just like single seats around nice. um and it was coming he guy was like oh sorry it's pretty packed in there i was like oh that's that's good though and it was completely full it sold out yes for an eleven thirty show on a sunday like that's killer and it was cool because actually they had the costumes i guess because i'm lucky and i live in los angeles i had the costumes from the movie um like three of them were in the lobby 
Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was, and so I took pictures. One of which, like, I was like, oh, like that's that's dress is actually a big deal because it's the one that Rachel is wearing, like when like she meets all of his family for the first time. Mm. So it was really cool. Um, I took a picture of like the grandmother's dress though, because I was like, oh, grandma, and I knew she was going to be like. Aww. A nice grandma, but also like sassy grandma. I like yeah. had that coming. Yeah. So that was really cool. And it was really good. It was actually like two and a half hours and I didn't feel it. Now that may have been Oh wow. I don't think the actual movie's that long. I that it's is how trailers. long I, that was how long I was in the theater. But at least it's mm-hmm. probably at least two hours then. Um yeah. and yeah, I didn't feel that. I was actually surprised and I'm really happy. There were times where I was like, Oh, they're just gonna end it here, but that they did the full story. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, and ev- everyone cried. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. And there's this part where I'm like, no. And I just was like, so, I'm so touched by it. So I thought it was Aww. great. And everyone in it is it. really, really good. Um, oh, I've, man. Michelle Yeoh is life. Right. Oh. I like she's love about Michelle ninety-five by now, right? And she in. looks exactly the same she as like, she's always yeah. looked. She has not changed. Oh, she was so good in this um i mean i yeah she just had that really uh quiet poised demeanor about her in this whole mm-hmm. movie and she was so good with, at that um and also she's just so classy she is so classy that's what it is yeah she's so classy and then um she also ha- she also did this really amazing job of like letting you know and i would and i would say it was something um, honestly cultural about it that about expressing feelings and like she'll talk about something that happened and you can tell there is just so much below the surface you know and she was mm-hmm. really really good at conveying that so um yeah i'm excited about everyone and also there's just like a lot of humor too and a lot of humor and a lot of sweetness that I, I really appreciate it so yeah go see, see it, it everyone i think yeah i think honestly leslie you'll like it and then i saw i saw um the like the black clansman's out too and i need to see that too but i was like not I see that i was not feeling that right now i was like i can't <laughs> can't deal <laughs> um i need lightness um yeah yeah and then i <laughs> Like I was telling you before. Oh, yeah, the trailers. That's the thing we're supposed to talk about is that, like, the trailers are all over the place. I mean, I think a theme, perhaps, of the trailers for Crazy Rich Asians is somebody, like, beating the odds or, like, camaraderie or something like that is what I could maybe see. Because, like, Jennifer Lopez's movie was one of them. There's the one with... um that guy that's the comedian and like he's getting his GED God, I can't remember and then um, oh yeah the Kevin Hart one Kevin Hart God, I can't remember and Kevin Regina Hart's name Hall? yeah uh, wait what is that that's her name right what, what's the last yeah. name you keep Hall Hall yeah I'm just having a moment where I'm like I don't know um, yeah Regina Hall okay yeah the Regina I totally remembered for some reason Hall I was like I can't remember that um yeah that was on there but the funny one was the the funny and random one was the nun which i'm totally going to see maybe not in theater but it's like romania like catholicism like conjuring shit i love it (laughs) um so yeah i think i'm gonna see it but there was a jump scare in the trailer and the whole 
theater jumped and laughed immediately. <laughs> They're like, Ooh, we're trying to just watch a movie and y'all trying to, trying to make watch us a movie. poop our pants for no reason. Um, it was really funny. The woman beside me during the trailers, she had her phone. Like She came in like late. Like there were already two or three trailers that already played. Sits down. I mean, she's about 58. So don't be thinking she's like a young like teenager who's like annoying or something. Like, no, she's just an annoying lady. Um, plunks down beside me, gets out her phone, and it's like looking at her emails. <laughs> it'd be one thing if you're telling someone, okay, I'm in the theater, like, see you later. No, she's just mm-hmm. like looking at her phone. And it's so bright. And it took everything I had to be like, can you not do that? Can you just like put it away? <laughs> you're in a dark theater right now. I know the movie hasn't started, but like, but my- still. My retina is being burned by <laughs> the screen on your phone, um, and she eventually put it away. I was like, I can't. It's the, lately, there have been people who have been acting a butt, and it's so hard for me to not tell them that. <laughs> so hard. He's not. <sighs> the really hard one is that there's been this doctor who always does it, who was overnight with me on Thursday night, and then the morning she listens to the news when she's taking a shower. It's fine, except for it's really loud. It's like seven a.m. and it and yeah. I thought she just does like once. And when I was mentioning it, another uh, chaplain was like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about." I was like, "See, I should have said something," because she's in yeah. a suite where like four other people are sleeping. Oh, that's and it's not... like maybe it's your routine to like listen to the news while you're taking a shower, but like, bitch, like not turn it down. There are other people, yeah. and it's like seven a.m. and I was like, oh, I thought at first it was someone like we've had trouble with people using that area for like childcare, and I was like, oh no, someone's like kid is like watching something on their iPad or something, and I heard Trump. I was like, I don't want to be hearing about. No one wants to wake up to that. The news at seven a.m. I'm like, I don't watch no. the news ever, let alone first thing in the morning. Um, see, yeah. that was another time that I was gonna say something, and I was like, no, Aaron, just. Just be, just be quiet. <laughs> You're going to get yourself in trouble. I don't even know. Also, uh, I stand corrected. It is Tiffany Haddish. Because when you said there that, we school, go. I was like, I was Tiffany, like, girls trip. Regina Hall's Tiffany. like girls trip. No, there are other people. Oh, Regina trip, Hall is uh, <laughs> the one. Wait, is Regina Hall the actress that's on Blackish? That's the nanny? Yes. It, that's mm-hmm. Regina Hall. Okay. Yep. Tiffany Haddish. Oh, Haddish, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. I love right. her. Yes, <laughs> yes. so funny. Yes. Um I have her book on hold. Like we have oh. it at work, but I like I want her to read it to me. So Oh. I'm just gonna wait for the audiobook. <laughs> See, that's why I love audiobooks. So when they read them to you, I'm like, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Did Parker read hers? <laughs> yes. See, I don't want to be messing with anyone who doesn't. <laughs> right? I should write a book just so I can read it. <laughs> just annoy everybody oh man um uh should we get into this episode yeah let's get into so. this very weird episode what was did a we weirdo watch but see okay but see part oh man i just confused myself because i couldn't find a button um part of the reason it was weird is because it did air on october 29th 1990 it's like so their it was, Halloween episode. They're trying to have a Halloween episode. And this was in the 90s? I don't know how much they did them in the 80s, but I know definitely in the oh yeah, 90s. They have so like Christmas episodes was always a thing before this, but mm-hmm. 90s love to do Halloween episodes. Like I remember like Roseanne, like Home Improvement, mm-hmm. uh Family Matters, like I'm pretty sure I just oh, probably Full House. Like everyone loved to do 
Hall- Boy Meets World, like Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. Like they loved it. Um, oh, I feel like a different world did a Halloween episode. Yeah, so that was like a thing. Everyone loved to do Halloween episodes. So this is kind of the Designing Women version of it, and they knew they couldn't mm-hmm. get they couldn't get uh, Dixie Carter to do too much Halloweenness because she'd be like, mm-mm, no, <laughs> mm-mm, no. You can tell. Um, She's, yeah. Well, Julie is over it. So, yeah, I took a I took a screen cap when I was watching it of when she was so excited and pleased with herself at, at a line. So, like, that was mm. the one funny thing that I was like, ha um, But this episode is season five, episode six, called Charlene Buys a House. It first aired October 29th, 1990. And TV Guide reads as the proud new owner of a grand Okay, but ghostly mansion. Charlene <laughs> hired. Yeah, see, both of us were like mansion, but they only had the budget for one room and a stairwell, so who knows what was going on. The rest of that house hires the. Okay, anyway, so Charlene hires the decorators to give the place a facelift. Uh, Rusty comes in at the end. He's played by Michael Goldfinger, which I think is amazing, and Marvin <laughs> is the dude at the beginning. He's played by Charles Levin, and everyone else is the usual cast. Um, Leslie, what happened this episode? So we started Sugar Makers as per usual, mm-hmm. and um, so this this scene kind of sets up the vibe, um, a little bit for the rest, like. Part ridiculous, part spooky, part Julia being part over spooky. absolutely everyone yeah. around her and everything around her. Uh, Mary Jo picks up this, the phone and she's like, no, this is not the Psychic Worlds bookstore. So you could get like through the whole thing and she tells them the number and you find out that there's a flyer up everywhere for this bookstore and they put Sugar Baker's number on it. Yeah. And so she's gotten like 20 calls in the last day. Of people asking like questions and Julia is done and she's like nope somebody called last night at 10 p.m. and wanted to buy a crystal and like what is it with these new age people and crystals and Mary Jo's like well you know it's a naturally forming thing and she's like so is cow dung but I don't want to hang it from my rear view mirror I feel like that it works for nowadays too that people are annoyed that people are using crystals again are they well, the people are using crystals again you don't you don't know that no no are people annoyed oh, people are annoyed um Maybe not. <laughs> probably, oh, probably. No, I just Georgia. didn't know. That's what I was asking. Probably in Georgia. Oh yeah, I'm are. sure they would I, be annoyed. Well, Georgia. to be honest, it's for a different reason. Like Julia's annoyed just because she doesn't believe in it. I think yeah. other people are annoyed because it's like trendy and is some oh, people's like actual like spirituality. So it's like, come on, dude. Right. Like have that some respect. Sense. So I think that's more what yeah. it is. But anyway, yeah. Oh, okay. Everything comes back around, right? Yep. Always. And so, like, Julia's like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Like, don't give them the right number when they call. Just stop talking to them. And Mary Jo's like, well, you know, what am I supposed to say when they ask? Yeah. And Julia's like, tell them, well, you're a psychic. You should guess. Oh, my gosh. She is just rude. She's done. Yeah. So rude. Um, So Mary Jo puts, literally puts a cork in her mouth. Yeah. And she explains that she's been grinding her teeth lately. And so her doctor suggested doing that so that she can stop clenching her jaw and like it'll help um, reduce headaches. You should do that work. And like, I know, right? When you're just like mad at everyone. (laughs) Reduce like the lines around her mouth and stuff. Goodness. And so it has many benefits. And Suzanne's like, oh, yeah, right. Like people are going to be so impressed with your smooth skin. They won't notice you have a big old cork in your mouth. (laughs) 
And um, she's like, I'm really, I'm sorry, but I think this is a ridiculous way to go around. Mm-hmm. And Julia's like, why? We've been wanting to put a cork in your mouth for years. And then she looks just pleased as punch. And that's when I, yeah. like, I'd paused it and she, um, I saved that. She's, like, <laughs> she's very happy much. with her shade. She's like, ha ha. Um, and then there's another phone call and Mary Jo picks it up and starts kind of fumbling and Julia picks up the phone and impersonates the psychic world bookstore. And she's like, good morning. No, I'm sorry. We don't carry books on channeling anymore. And you can tell they ask why. And she's like, because we found out there's no such thing. Like, she's very rude. Here's my thing with with Julia sometimes. So I want to like kind of smack her a little bit. It's like if she's just annoyed with everyone, the way everyone behaves, that's not her like constantly. Yes. Unless they agree with her. Then they're she's very annoyed. And it's like, okay, like sometimes it's funny when it when she's a terminator and like people are like directly affecting her but she's just like mad at people for existing sometimes because they're just doing something she thinks is dumb and i'm like lady there are so many people on this earth like they're they're going to annoy you come on what are you doing i get that from 30 rock when she's like i'm gonna get you off this earth or whatever it is you know (laughs) when tracy's like something like that's why i'm on this earth and liz is like i wish you were not on this earth or whatever it is i always say that way um but like calm down i guess it's just her trope is that she's annoyed with people and so like the writers just stick to it but like it kind of annoys me anyway Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. So Suzanne is like amused that Julia is so annoyed. Of course. I think she's just happy that Julia is not happy. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so Julia continues her phone call and she's like, oh, it's just a silly hoax designed to separate foolish rich people from their money. By the way, crystals are just rocks. And then she hangs up. Rude. So hostile. Yeah. Um, And she says that she's tired of all this stuff and points out again that she doesn't believe in it. And Anthony's like, you know, I don't know, Julie. I went to the state fair once and there was this little booth right off the main fairway. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was drawn to it. I spent $5 to talk to this little psychic lady inside. I don't know why I did that. I had earmarked that money for a corn dog. Oh, but she said that in a past life. <laughs> yep. I worked on the pyramids and that's why I have these back pains. Mm-hmm. Then she said I had been unjustly imprisoned imprisoned during the Spanish Inquisition just as I had been unjustly imprisoned in this life. I never told her any of that stuff. It's weird. And um Suzanne's like, shouldn't fool around with these people. What else did she say? Like she's really interested. And Anthony says, in my most recent life, I've been a dog, and that's why I have this lump on my neck. Mm, I love that. And Suzanne's like, where? And he's like, right here. And he gets real close to her. And then when he gets in her face, he barks at her, and she jumps. So funny. So the last bit was just to, like, scare her. Yeah. And that kind of sets up the rest of their interactions this episode as well. And she, like, freaks out and, like, chases Chases him around the room into the stock room. Uh, Charlene comes in. She's late because her bid on a house was accepted and she is now a homeowner and she is super excited about that. And they're like asking about Bill and like he's gone and doesn't he have to sign papers and they decided it's best for her to have power attorney because he's not there a lot. So this way, because they've kind of been waiting, like the house has been some real estate term, I don't know, for a while. And so they had to wait to get approval and everything. So they knew Bill might be gone. So she just has all the power right now. And she's very excited and she wants to take them to lunch, just take them to show them the house and then take them to lunch to celebrate. And then Julia says that she'll have to come. They'll have to come right back after that to get some work done. And Charlene's like, well, it is work related. Um, She wants sugar bakers to decorate the house top Mm -hmm. to bottom. Mm -hmm. 
And she figures, while Bill is gone, this is a great opportunity. They can get a lot done before he and the baby come back from his mom's in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And Julia thinks, like, she's she's kind of insufferable this episode, but she makes a really good point here. <laughs> yeah. She's oh, like, I, she's I don't know if that's a good idea. Here. It's not a good yeah. idea. She, Mary Jo's, like, super excited. And Julia's like, you know, friends working with friends. Like, you should probably keep those separate. This could be trouble. And she's like, you know, we don't we don't have any problems like we can consult for free, like give you some advice or whatever. But, you know, we shouldn't do this. And Julia, like Charlene insists that she be like just a regular customer. And Julia's like, so you want us to treat you like a total she stranger? She's just as annoying as a regular customer. So that works. It's true. Yeah. Who we never saw before and yeah. we'll never see again. And we don't give two hoots about. And Charlene's like, yes. And she's like, all right. And then we cut to this house, which is a big house. I don't know. I call it a mansion. It's a big house. <laughs> um, the realtor, it's it's like, it's kind of weird, too, because, like, her realtor is a lady, and this is the lady's husband, but, like, mm-hmm. she usually deals with the lady, but the lady couldn't be there. So he's there, and he's, like, in a big hurry, and he just wants her to sign the papers, and then he suggests, like, going outside to sign the papers. Like, he's real shifty. He's was like, is this very thing? strange. Like, I didn't, I, like, I, I didn't get quite yet that this was going to be what it was and i'm like yeah, is he just like either. taking all her money like yeah. i don't know what's happening yeah yeah um so but we do find out when they go out to sign the papers a chair moves halfway across the room by itself i loved it i was so and excited Jul- <laughs> yeah and julia's like of course we'll want to take care of that yeah and suzanne is like anthony anthony is that you <laughs> and julia's like don't be ridiculous the floor is just a bit slanted so it slides so she pushes it back she's like it'll do it again it doesn't and mary joe is like clearly this is some sort of ghostly incident and so there's this big portrait of the original owner bob cole mm-hmm. over the fireplace and she's like i think old bob cole did it and suzanne's like i don't think that's funny Mary just like look at him all puffed up, and and Suzanne's like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I wouldn't talk about him like that. And she's like, what do you think he's gonna do? And then the picture falls off of the fireplace. Yep, on top of Mary Jo. Mm-hmm. And Charlene comes in, and they're like, you know, some weird stuff has been happening. Just want to let you know. And she's like, oh, there's a perfectly logical explanation. And they're like, there is. And she's like, yeah, it's haunted. And she's super excited. Oh yeah, of course she's excited. So excited. She's living in a haunted house. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Um, so we cut to later and Suzanne is in there reading some paperback and calls this whole house like a spook house. Mm-hmm. And Charlene explains to them how she already knew it was haunted, like when they put the bid in and everything. And it's one of the major reasons that she bought it mm-hmm. because it has been in a supermarket tabloid. That's and so, so it's famous. Dream. So up her alley. Yeah. And she actually has a copy of the tabloid, of course. And Mary mm-hmm. Jo's reading it. And she says that, you know, according to this, old Bob still walks the halls in his underwear mm. carrying a can of beer. Old Bob. And old Bob. And Ghost, I'm like, trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. It's your Wi-Fi password. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't work that one I know. Um, and Charlie's like, that's amazing. And she's like, what about old Bob? And she's like, no, no, no. Gary Coleman sued his parents. When did that happen? Where have I been? I bet they went to every single taping of a different show. And this is the thanks they get. Mm, okay and julia's like can we just can you not can we get back to work Mm -hmm. and charlene's like excuse me julia but since i'm paying for this time i think i should be able to talk about whatever i want to Mm -hmm. and julia is real sassy right now and she says excuse me charlene you seem to have me confused with edmund mcmahon we are not here to listen to you yak all day and laughing and guffawing at your jokes 
And she's like, haven't you heard the expression, the customer is always right? And Julie says, haven't you heard the expression, shut up? Like, she is that, mm, getting a little mean. Just calm down. And Charlene's like, do you treat all of our customers this way? And Mary Jo's like, oh, you know, it's not like you're a real customer. And she's like, yes, I am. And I don't think um, you would tell a real stranger to shut up. Yeah. And Suzanne says, I would. Also, maybe they do. And that's why they don't always have to do that and well. That's maybe why they don't always have work. Mm. <laughs> maybe. But Susan yeah, like I would. would. Yeah, to no one's surprise. Um, she said I did it recently to a man who was having an asthma attack in first class. <laughs> Horrible. Of course she did. <clears throat> and Charlene's like, you know, let's get down to it. Um, since you want to be honest, I don't like the color of the living room. I was supposed to get cocoa, and it looks more like dirt. And there's no way I could ever like it unless I was like a dirt farmer or something. And I don't think I should have who to pay for a color that farmer? didn't turn out like it was supposed to. And Suzanne's like. Look, you picked it. We painted it. It's like I tell my ex-husbands. You married me. You thought we were going to have sex. We're not going to have sex. End of story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Comic relief. Yeah. Um, Anthony comes in, like, making ghost noises and stuff. And Suzanne's like, what are you supposed to be, a train? Mm-mm-mm. And he's like, what? No, of a ghost. Yeah. And Julia's like, Anthony, can you go get the curtain rod from out of the bedroom? He's like, he puts on his best Miss Scarlet, Miss Scarlet voice. And he's like, I don't know if I could do that, Miss Julia. There's ghostesses up there. I'm scared of ghostesses. And Julia. But there hmm. are, though. (laughs) But but there are ghosts. playing, but. It's a little haunted. (laughs) And Julia points out she's running low on patience. And he's like, why? Is the ghost of Mr. Bob Cole running around here? I'm so scared. I'll die of fright with my hair turning snow white. And then he starts giggling like he is having a blast with this ghost stuff. And Suzanne's like, that's very good, Anthony. I just love Negro humor. I don't know why they don't make more movies with scared black people in them. Suzanne. This is not. Anthony's like, why don't you write a letter to Spike Lee? I'm sure y'all get along real well. Um, and then they're talking about horror movies and Charlene says how much she loves horror movies and Anthony's like, yeah, me too. And he used to always love Halloween, but can never afford the store-bought costumes. And so he always went as a businessman because he got this suit from his uncle. And so every year he was a businessman. And then one year he switched it up and put ketchup on his head and Mm -hmm. went as a dead businessman. And he says, hey, like he always wanted a store-bought costume. That'll come back around. Um, (laughs) and... Spoilers. So, Julia points out, which this seems dumb. Okay. She points out that uh, Charlene has to leave all the windows open in the whole yeah. house for the paint to dry. First off, they only painted the living room. Yeah. That's not a lot. Like, it, it'll just dry. It'll like, just dry. It'll, Calm I don't. Calm down, everybody. Like, I understand we need to set up, been, you know, this, the third act, have, but. Oh, sorry. It also may have been, I no, thought, no. I guess I'm wrong, but I kind of thought it had something to do with painting they had painted the doors and the windows, but I guess it was oh maybe just to they make did right. That was like you can't like you have to just leave them one spot. You can't. No, that doesn't. Oh, no, they'll, yeah, maybe they they'll do paint that. shut if you close them. But right. I don't know. I don't. That's my. That seems not like what really happened. <laughs> that makes more sense though. Like yeah. that's logically thinking. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Um. But which and this next part is also is like dumb. Um, Charlene reminds them that they're responsible for security of the house while they're working there. Like, why would you put what? that in a contract? Why would you say, I'm going to decorate your house and also take responsibility if some person some breaks happens. into your house and steals uh, your stuff? That's not, no, that's not. Right. No, no. Don't ever put that in a contract. Mm-hmm. 
if you're listening. That sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. Ask for trouble. Um, so Charlene's like, well, y'all just have to stay here tonight. And she's like super excited because she's like slumber party. Like, do y'all oh, not remember the last slumber party that y'all had? It never goes well. It doesn't go well. No. Um, so we cut to later under a very large and very full, huge moon. Um, Anthony and Mary Jo have brought food home. Yeah. Mary Jo had to go to Suzanne's house to get her nightgown, but apparently it was in like 10 pieces and they're all stored in individual bags, like all over her. It was a big production. Mm-hmm. Um, and Suzanne was hiding under the tarp on the couch and jumps out and scares them. And she's so pleased with herself that she got Anthony. Like she got him back. She scared Anthony. She's super happy about that. Mm hmm. Um, they have to stay downstairs because the upstairs lights are not working and it doesn't seem like they've done any work to anything other than the living room anyway. Yeah. So, um, they point out the electrician didn't finish the job before he left and Charlene's like, you know, now that I have to pay him, I, I really would like him to just pull his pants up. Like that, can that just happen? Yeah. And Mary Jo's like, um, it's rusty. He always wears his pants below oh, the yes, equator. Yeah. <laughs> I love that term below the equator. Yeah. Um, I know me too. And so Charlene is super excited. They're having this slumber party. Uh, she's like, I know I forced y'all to say, but I think this could be fun. We can roast marshmallows and tell ghost stories. Um, and Julia's like, nope, we should just go to sleep after we eat and get this over with. And Suzanne's like, well, what if Bob Cole pays us a visit? And Julia's like, he can just sleep with you. You're used to sharing your bed with dead men. Oh, <laughs> Burn! That's a good joke, though. Gross. It's a good joke. Um, Gross. There are a bunch of weird noises upstairs, and Julia points out it's probably just a tree branch. Um, and Anthony's like, I don't know. It sounded like somebody dragging a dead body across the floor to me. Calm down. Uh, there's another noise, and she's like, it's probably just a squirrel. And Mary's just like, it sounds like they dropped something. And she's like, you dropped a nut. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anthony's like, no, it's cool. I'll go up there. I'll go check. And Suzanne points out how she does not like it here. Also, she needs to point out that she doesn't think Anthony should be sleeping in the same room with all of them. What? It she just doesn't always, look right. Mm-mm. It's so convenient, her dem- demure Richie. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And then Mary Jo's like, I can't believe after you have had Anthony wax your legs mm-hmm. and spend the night in your hotel room that you would care if he was, like, sacked out in the middle of the living room in a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, I actually really don't care. I just said that because I feel like it needed saying. And then if somebody ever finds out that it happened, I can just say it wasn't my idea. Yeah. <laughs> she's also, covering her bases here. She's covering her bases. Also, I don't yeah. really feel like Anthony actually has sleep there. No, but they probably, because he's a dude, so they like feel more secure or whatever. Yeah, so they probably so. made him. Yeah. Um, he comes down the stairs in a skeleton costume and, like, gets Suzanne, like, real good. Like, scares her a lot. Um, it's too obvious. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, where did you get that? And he brought it at the grocery store when they went to get food. And Charlene's like, yes, now I can have roast marshmallows, roast marshmallows and tell ghost stories. And Julia's, like, really mean. And she's like, get this straight. We're not roasting marshmallows. We're not telling ghost stories. We're not braiding each other's hair. We're not freezing each other's underwear. We're not calling anyone on the phone and asking them if their refrigerator is running. We're going to turn off the lights and go to sleep. Like, where is then, Reese? Somebody needs to, like, help <laughs> her out or something. Yeah. Calm her down. I don't even know. And then they hear a door close upstairs, and Anthony's like, ha 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 He's oh, got, man. like, a sinister laugh. Yeah. Uh, and then Julia's like, 
Maybe just a few marshmallows wouldn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Changing your tune now you're creeped out, aren't you? Yeah. And then we cut to Charlene telling that old ghost story about the hitchhiker girl who's like dead <laughs> on prom night. Uh-huh. Uh, Suzanne is really annoyed at the story. Julia yeah. is annoyed at everything and everyone. Charlene is very dramatic. Oh, I love that um, Suzanne's like, who hitchhikes to prom? To, yeah. It's like, who hitchhikes to prom? Oh, Must be boy. one of those hillbilly proms where all the girls go and stag in a truck. She probably just fell off. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, and Julia's like, okay, I've had my obli- uh, obligatory marshmallow. I would like to go to bed before we proceed to the hook on the car door story. And Susan's like, oh, I don't know that one either. And Charlene gets super excited all over again and starts yeah. telling it. Julia's absolutely miserable. Uh-huh. And Charlene's like, I hate to point this out again, but since I'm paying you for this time, I should be able to tell God, any story that I want. Said, I hate to point this out again. I'm like, I don't think you do hate it. I don't think you do. I think you're enjoying this. <laughs> it's great for you. And Julia's like, oh, you don't have enough money for my time. <laughs> and Charlene's like, what happened to the customer is always right, which is like one of my most hated hate, things. Hate. Ever. Hate. Because um, they're not. No. And Mary Jo's like, if you say that one more time, the customer is going to find herself impaled on a marshmallow roasting stick. Yeah. Then Anthony comes down the, st- the stairs in yet another costume and scares all of them. This costume, minus the mask, will double as his pajamas. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julia's like, you got us. You got us really good. You have the scariest costume. Charlene has a scariest story. But I have the scariest life because I have to work with you people. You mean yeah. you people. Yeah. We- <laughs> um, <laughs> Wasn't sorry. was expecting that. Funny. She's like, I hope y'all got all of this out of your system because I'm ready to go to bed now and the person who wakes me up will live to regret it. I 800% expected like a lot more shenanigans to happen. I know. Me too. Me too. Spoilers. And Charlene's like, it doesn't. This (laughs) is it. Um, it. And Charlene's like, oh, you party poopers. And Mary Jo's like, that's easy for you to say. You're not the one who has to get up in the morning and work for cranky old Mrs. Steelfield. And like the whole episode, Mary Jo's been calling her Mrs. Steelfield because she's like a demanding customer. Mm -hmm. And then there's creaking noises or whatever and they go to sleep. And the next morning, Rusty, the electrician, comes in at 730. The door was wide open. Like, that's that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I just I still feel like that's unsafe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and he reaches over and shows his butt crack. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mary Jo's like, "That's a fine thing to see first thing in the morning." Oh my god, um, it's barely a butt crack. <laughs> and she's it's like, "The just... return of of <laughs> Rusty or Nightmare on Crack Street Part Two. Stop. Um, and then Mary Jo's like, I'm awfully sorry you had to see that, Mrs. Stillfield. When he comes down, I'll personally try to throw a tarp, a drop cloth over mm-hmm, his butt. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlene, we get to like the root of her issues here. She apologizes to them and she yeah. just talks about how scared she's been of buying a house and like having so much debt. And then Bill is away, so he's not there to reassure her. And she's having to make a lot of big decisions about their house and their future by herself until he gets back. Yeah. Um, and buying a house and is scary, you know. It is quite scary. Yeah. yeah. And um, Anthony, stepping up, um, tries to reassure her. He's like, you know, when I was down in the basement, like, I saw that um, that you have all new copper plumbing. Like, that mm-hmm. stuff is brand new. It's mm-hmm. really nice. Mm-hmm. He's like, then when I was making noise in the attic, and they were all like, I knew it. Knew it. He's like, I saw the insulation. It's like two inch. It's quality. It has solid beams. Like, there's a brand new nice heater up there. And he's like, from a contractor's perspective, like, this is a really solidly built house and a very hey. smart buy. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. And um, and he's like, yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't worry about that coffin up there. <laughs> and then they tease him. And yes. uh, Rusty comes back downstairs. It was only mm-hmm. one wire that mm-hmm. needed fixing. He fixed it. And he asks if they need anything else. And Julia's like, yes. Can you just step, like, right over here just for a moment? Mm-hmm. And they're right next to the couch where Suzanne is sleeping. And so Julia funny. yells, help us, Bob Cole. And she, like, Not screams right. and Not wakes right. up. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the episode is over. That's it. That's it. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did I, and I forgot. <laughs> oh, no, you forgot. Like, I was watching and I was like, that's probably it. And then I did not take a screen shot and I don't know what I'm oh, doing no. in my life. So you, you can talk about yours. All right. You I meant one. to take a screenshot and I forgot, but I'm just going to find it real quick. Okay. Uh, here we go. It, no. Pa- why are you pausing there? Oh, Sorry. no. Um, so my favorite is Julia's first outfit. Okay. It's a purple plaid blazer, purple Ooh, and black yeah. plaid blazer. Um, and the shirt underneath it is, looks horribly uncomfortable. It's a <laughs> turtleneck with buttons, like almost like Victorian looking buttons, like all the way up to her chin. Uh-huh. And then it's buttoned at the, like the, the shirt sleeves and stuff. So they're, they're peeking out of it. And then just like a regular like pencil skirt. But that I like that purple and black plaid. With, yes, with the weird Victorian looking shirt. Yes, great. Oh, you know what? I forgot. I actually did like Charlene's dress when she oh, comes cool. in. That she that like I liked the jacket, which because maybe that mm-hmm. was also plaid. But she had on a the when you're talking about the um the buttons <laughs> that made me remember because mm-hmm. it was a turtleneck dress. And um, it was orange, and it to me it just looked like you know how like Michaels or craft stores smell around like Christmas or um, Halloween time. Excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't mean to burp just then. Um, that that's what I kind of felt like she smelled like in that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like kind of cinnamon. You know, I can see that. <laughs> I'm like, I bet she smells kind of like a cinnamon candle right now. Um, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah, I liked. I really liked the color of that dress more than anything. It was kind of almost like a pumpkiny, folly, mm-hmm. very yeah. fall. Like I'm ready for fall. I like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, exactly. That's why I think I was feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's such a weird episode. It was a weird episode. Their take. I'm it pretty fun, sure though. it's got to be the only Halloween one they do. Probably. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leslie, where can people find us? All over the internets, we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our official Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone, and for talking with us on Twitter a lot lately. <laughs> That's been Yay! Fun. Yay! Social media. Um, Social media. We'll talk to you next time. Yep, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay. Maybe yeah, totally it's fine. Maybe it's because I still had it up from last week, but like I had unplugged the microphone, obviously, and then Mm -hmm. watched other things, and now it's like I can't recognize. I don't don't, understand. I don't understand what you're (laughs) doing. It seems familiar. But like, but it's been too long. I'm gonna need a nap real quick before I yeah, figure this out. Power nap. <laughs> just power, power nap. nap. So stupid. <laughs>